Ratta! 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 All right, now that that's over, hi everybody. I'm Ezra. Welcome to the first TPN podcast. Should we like trigger a uh, sound effect after that, or I feel like an explosion? I we sound were going to introduce would... our. Ch- yeah. Oh, we're introducing ourselves. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm Nick. Oh yeah. I'm Jalen. Uh, I'm Nick. Oh. Today we'll be discussing movies, specifically cartoons that were remade into live-action movies. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so this, like, includes, like, the Animaniacs, like, I feel, yeah, they came out the new reboot on Hulu, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. I, yeah, Avatar The Last Airbender, they came out the live-action movie, that was a failed reboot. There's all the bad ones and the sum of the good ones. I mean, are there really any good ones, though? To be honest, like, they're all kind of trash. Yeah, they are. They are kind of trash. Like, alright, so, I'm not sure about y'all, but, like, when I was a kid, I was really into Sonic. And when I went to go see, like, the live-action Sonic remake movie, it wasn't that bad. But. Eh. (laughs) Oh, there's no (laughs) but that. There's no but after that. Well, I know that they were trying to make it into, like, a cinematic universe, which I know is another problem in the uh, movie industry where they're, like, trying to make, like, cinematic universes out of, like, one movie, and then they fail. Because mm-hmm. they built, like, that entire structure of that movie being, like, hey, it's gonna be successful, let's make it into a cinematic movie. Literally. But, like, once a movie has bad press before the movie even comes out, I feel like it just goes downhill from there. Well, uh, what's, uh, what's an example? I know there's an example of that. Oh, Aladdin. yeah, well, the Sonic movie, yeah. Oh, Is Aladdin, that- that's a good one. Aladdin. Because of Will Smith's uh, genie. Yo, that but, was great. That yeah, was so to be funny. honest, that Will Smith genie <laughs> was pretty good. The that, memes. The memes that came out of that were immaculate. But it still was like... After, like, the movie didn't get... It wasn't as good because we all made fun of it for, like, months before it even came out. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but even when the movie did end up coming out, it wasn't even that good because they tried changing so many plots of it. Yeah. So uh, it has, like, how they're try- they try to change stuff too much, but if they do the exact same thing, like the Lion King remake, like, it was basically the exact same thing. Yeah, it was just like, and you know. It was good. It really was. But it's the exact same thing we've seen thousands of times in cartoon form. Now well, I mean, just- yeah, but with the Lion King remake, I feel like with the Lion King remake, though, the big issue is with the CGI because, like, Everything oh, yeah. like everything seemed too realistic. Like one of the mm-hmm. main like things about the Lion King was like all the color of like Africa and stuff, like traditional African <laughs> colors and dancing and all that stuff. But with the live action it was just kinda like guys, look, it's a pig. Look how realistic it looks. Fur. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they put a lot in trying to make them animals look good. Yeah, but I also do want to put, like, a preference to... There is a difference between, like, a reboot and a sequel. True, true. So, like, with Dragon Ball, I think that... Yeah, that's one of our examples that we have written down. Like, Dragon Ball was a show, but then it had a sequel that was Dragon Ball Z. And then another one, which failed GT, which that's a whole, whole different thing. 
and then Dragon Ball Super, which is a continuation of Dragon Ball Z. So there is a difference between a reboot, so like one like Tom and Jerry's getting a reboot. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to bring that back and a actual sequel. And I feel like sequels, like you said, they just add to it. Sequels add to the story that's already there. But um, reboots, they basically just redo the story all over again and try to add some new elements. But it's basically yeah. the story. You know what I mean? They yeah, try like, to enhance it. All right, yeah. too much. They do too much and then they ruin it pretty much. Yeah, but what are some like adaptations that have happened that are actually like people do actually like them? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, the 2014 one. Oh, the I 24th. So yeah, I yeah. know that Nick came out with the show that was actually, like, when I was that age, I was actually into it because it did have a good story. And it did split off a lot of the original story and made it, like, its own thing, which I really liked at the time. Yeah. But I'm and not, been- yeah, I'm not sure if it was, like, the nostalgia that played at that it- age because I watched a lot of, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when I was young. Right. But, yeah. I think also what helped was that was the era where action movies were like at the like top of oh like, yeah it was peak it was the peak of everything so actually it came out right at the good time and it was a lot of action in that movie too now are so, we talk are we talking about the cgi movie or are we talking about the reboot that was on nick or the sequel or i guess it was a reboot the one with um the live action one. the live action oh, one the, the, the one, one with megan fox oh yeah that one That's yeah that one no, Megan Ninja Fox was Ninja in Transformers Turtles? and Ninja Turtles. <laughs> oh, yeah, look at that. Oh. Transformers was also another good. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> do, 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 do. No, I but like I know they. Another... Go ahead. No, I was just saying Transformers is also like speaking of like Megan Fox being in live action movies. Transformers was also another good franchise. At at some point, it stopped yeah. being good, but like the first couple movies were really yeah amazing. they were pretty good yeah transformers fall off i feel like they're trying to do too much yes yeah, like the so, first the first one was it was amazing obviously because like introduced everything the og bumblebee which i loved still yeah. love to this day yeah so i know with transformers one of the reasons that they actually like they failed was because the audience started noticing like advertise like the what the viewers started to notice that Everything was like being advertised in the movie. So, for an example, I know that there was a big battle in the city where a beer truck spilled, and I forget who the Mark Wahlberg was walking down the street and he picked up a beer and he says, "Man, I really need a beer right now." So he picked it up, drank it, and said, "Man, I love some Bud Light." And then he kept running. <laughs> That's oh, like they're just. At this point, movies are just, or like money grab movies like Transformers are just basically there to sell toys, try to get as much money as they can, and then once the franchise is dead, they make a horrible animation of it, put it on a public network, and then call it a day. Yeah, that's sad. Like, honestly. It's just, at some point, it's just about money. They don't really care. Like, I feel like some, the worst live action adaptations begin off like start off just thinking about money and the better ones are like start off thinking about like the, the act- story and the story yeah but at some point they veer off into that money trap because that's what hollywood is it's <laughs> about money 
in the end, you know. Which is sad, but you know it's true. Which some yeah. things I knew I know there are things that are like based off of like actual like love for the series and like trying to bring it back. So for an example, I think it was back in two thousand nine, early two thousands, when they came out with a remake of Yogi or like a reboot of Yogi Bear. They made a movie for that, and that had like a good story. It built on the relationship between the park ranger and Yogi Bear. It stuck to the traditional elements, the traditional like character designs, and how like they cooperate with each other. And that was a good movie. And yeah, that movie was great. Yeah. I loved it. Other franchises started to be like, "Oh, this made money. <laughs> we should we make do the same. We can do that." <laughs> and then it just you know didn't. it went downhill from there. Yeah. It's at the in the at the end of the day, it all comes back to cash grab. Everybody wants money, but nobody wants to put the effort in to get that money. You know what I mean? Nobody yeah. wants the research and the time and the love for that story for the money. Yeah. But But all these franchises just kinda like just try to build up, build up, build up. Like I said, like these cinematic universes, I said that earlier. And they're just trying to, like... So, like, Marvel started, like, this big train wreck, basically. So, Marvel's, like, the train that's leading all the carts, and then the rest of the carts behind it. So, for, like, example, so, like, the Tom and Jerry movie, that's gonna try to build a cinematic universe. The uh, Sonic movie, that's gonna build a cinematic universe. Like, stuff like that's, like, the cart. And they're just, like, falling off the tracks, and then the train's just still pushing, and all the other ones are still trying to catch up. But they're toppling and tumbling and then just creating mass destruction and making everybody really sad and lose a lot of money. Yeah, it's it like you said, the Marvel Cinematic Universe tried to set up a precedent and everybody everybody wanted to follow that, but nobody could live up to the hype yeah. of Marvel or only Marvel's good at being Marvel. Marvel is good at being Marvel. Like, and, like, even, like, especially not DC. Like, DC, you can tell, like, with the Justice League movies. And I think they're not coming out with another one. They're coming out with another Wonder Woman movie. But you true. can tell, like, they would, at some point, they would want to build on that Justice League story. But nobody liked that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. And recently, like, Joker, the one that came out uh, 2019, late last year. Oh, my God. Really good. Yeah, that movie Everybody was, that was that. a good one. Yeah, that was a really good movie. But, but that's that? because they split off of trying to make it into a universe. Although, yeah, I will say, at the end of it, it did try to tie connections to Batman, which was going to lead into the new yeah. Batman movie that's coming out, which is going to ruin There's the reputation of Joker. Squad too. But, like, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix, he did a really good job. Didn't he get an Oscar for that movie? He did get an Oscar, yeah. Yeah. He deserved, well-deserved. Yes. Yeah. That performance was amazing. Yeah. But, like, all these, like, remade cartoons, they're just kind of sucking off of all our nostalgia, basically, for things that we yeah. used to watch. And... Yeah, I was about to say that because, like, people, like, nowadays, like, any, like, remade movie, like, it just messes with nostalgia. And they're like, oh, well, before, they did this a lot better than now. And it's like, mm-hmm. it goes back to the whole money thing, you know. Well, that just make it again. Yeah, that just kind of leads into the question, like, should these cartoons be remade? Yeah. You think I they feel some. No, go ahead, Nick. I feel like the ones that have potential to grow. Yeah. Yes. And not just like, I feel like these type of movies can be remade if there is a certain amount of love put into the movie 
that only someone who truly knows the franchise, grew up with the franchise, and everything else yeah. can put into making that type of creation. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Wait, but what movies would you guys like to see? Because I personally, we didn't really talk about it that much, but Avatar The Last Bit Airbender, if they actually took their time with that movie, or maybe even made it into like a live action series, I think they could do so much better than what they did with that. Well, like, for, yeah, for like some examples, I could see certain things getting remakes. So like this is probably a horrible example and could probably never work in a uh, live action type show. But like Adventure Time, that could be remade to or be put into a movie like down the line. Like oh, yeah. probably not live True. action, still animation, but like Rest in peace. Yeah, reviving the characters. So right. like mm -hmm. for our children, like you don't know what Adventure Time is, like that movie can be put out, they'll enjoy it, go back to the original series, they'll announce a new series and then go from there. Oh yeah. I feel like if as long as they take their time with whatever they're doing, it'll turn out well. Take their time, actually love what they're working on. And not just do it for the money. I mean, money is important, but it's not everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, smaller mm -hmm. studios should be able to do that type of thing. Yes. Like, I know a lot of small... Or some small studios have gotten off with, like, making reanimations of certain things. So, for an example, somebody made a animation of... Crap. It, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, it was like an animation of like this older cartoon and this big budget studio brought them in and they were able to animate the remake of the movie. I forget what the movie is offhand. I know what you're talking about. I forget the name. Um, but there are examples of people actually having like this type of care for a series and then being involved in a bigger budget for it. Right. But like companies like Illumination, for example, they came out with The Grinch and Illumination is literally made around trying to save as much money as possible with animation while also putting out as many movies as possible. Didn't, did, um, didn't did. um, Illumination make um, make Despicable Me and Minions? Yeah, yeah so they yeah. made like yeah. Minions, Despicable Me. And um, that yeah. was a franchise they tried to make. Yeah, that was a franchise that totally just bombed in their face. Yeah. Well, they're still they're still trying to revive us, so they're coming out with a new Minions movie. Actually, they are. Yeah, it's called yeah, the uh, Rise of Gru. Yeah, the Rise of Gru. Oh, oh yeah, I have seen that. But they are. They was the Minions craze was popping for a while, but then after a while, everybody was just like, "This is weird." Well, it, <laughs> what kind of happens is like it builds up so much steam and hype, and then all of a sudden, like everyone's like, "Oh yeah, Minions," and then all of a sudden, it's like. It's the I, people who watch those movies as children grew up at some point. Yeah. And nobody, and if, like, the new children haven't watched the beginning ones, so they're not going to watch the new ones, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You have to, like, watch the beginning ones to understand, like, the the, um, the sequels. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like that's another thing that made reboots, like, live-action reboots kind of bomb, because nobody knew the source material yeah so that kind of yeah, that's a good point did it go downhill yeah and like this first um this big with me it came out in 2010 that was a decade ago so yeah just like a lot of nostalgia and incredibles 
even though Incredibles was such a good movie that it brought people back. They threw mm-hmm. that. The first Incredibles, didn't it come out in like 2000? Yeah. 2001? 2004, yeah. I feel like. 2000, yeah. 2003, 2004, because it was 14. Yeah. Well, Pixar usually takes a lot of time to make their own movies. Like they said, like for one person to make one Pixar movie, it would take like a thousand years or something like that. So yeah, Pixar Pix- really likes to take their time with movies so that it's like you can literally see the fabrics on Mr. Incredible's shirt. Like, it's really worth the wait. That's too. what Pixar is such a good franchise. Like, it is insane the amount of detail Pixar puts into their movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also Pixar, like, they made so many nostalgic movies like Toy Story. They made, um... Cars. Oh, yeah, Cars. I just said Brain Fart. <laughs> I was just trying to think of more. Yeah, but they have movies like that. And uh, Finding Nemo, that's a really good one. Yeah. But yeah. Pixar doesn't milk franchises like that, which is really nice. You don't ever True. see like Disney coming out with a show that's based off of a Pixar character. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because they know that if they milk that franchise, then Pixar's name gets thrown under the bus. So that's the one thing mm-hmm. I will kind of respect Disney with, is that they know what's good and what's money grabs. It's like Mulan. Yeah. That was a definite money grab. Oh, definitely. Yeah. They didn't. They, you had to pay thirty dollars just to watch it. You had to pay thirty dollars along with your like subscription, subscription to watch. Like that, yeah. <laughs> Which it was is kind of stupid, but yeah. So they have like Mulan, Beauty and the Beast. I heard that one was not very good. It wasn't the best. They used a lot of auto tune. Yeah, you could hear clear auto tune in that movie. Yeah, which is like is a shame because they all had great voices, but you just put so much auto tune on it, it, it shows the flaws. Yeah, again, people trying like the studios trying to do too much, and it just throws the whole movie off, you know. And what's good about the originals is that they had those flaws in their voices that made it unique, and that's what makes singing voices unique is the flaws. So once you add so much auto tune, it just makes weird flaws. You know what I mean? Yeah. It kind of leads up to the question, like, where did it kind of go wrong in Hollywood? Like, what made all these movies, like, like this? Because there used to be, like, really original ideas, like Kill Bill. Um, Sorry, I... There's so many of them. Like, alright, so Quentin Tarantino movies. Quentin Tarantino movies. All of his movies are extremely original compared to the other one. The Django. That one's like a western, it's a slave who gets out of slavery, and he works with his slave owner to go kill other slave owners, hunt them down, mm. buy their slaves off them, and set them free. Um, I've never and that is a great description. It is a great movie. Um, extremely violent. Quentin Tarantino movies all are extremely violent. Um, then you have Kill Bill. Kill Bill's about a wife who got shot at an altar, put into a coma, her baby died, and she's going and hunting down all the people that killed her baby and waiting for that one last person who killed her, that who actually tried to kill the baby. Again, never seen that movie, great description. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and then, like, another good one, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction is literally, like, three different stories split into a movie that are all, like, on the same timeline, except it starts from... I think it goes the ending, the middle, and then the beginning. If that yeah, makes yeah, sense. So confused yeah, and again, watching. that movie is so nostalgic. Like, our parents grew up, grew up watching that. So Yeah, but you will never, 
And if this ever happens, then I'm going to be extremely disappointed. You will never, ever see a remake of a movie like Pulp Fiction. Because oh, yeah. it's just There's too no original to make a remake yeah. of. Literally. Yeah. But all these original ideas are just kind of disappearing. You don't see any, like, any more original movies. I know. Just remakes. They're not good. And all the new movies that do come out usually tend to be, like, absolutely horrible. Either they're, like, CGI just, like... It's, like, CGI just threw up on my screen. Or there's no effort put into it whatsoever. Yeah. And I honestly think it's the same for, like... Broadway because what they're doing like a lot of things are being like so like Mean Girls they made Mean Girls the musical which I might add is a, like everybody in that who performs in that show is great the sh- show is great itself and like Heather's when they made the musical to that again everybody in there is great but they're make they don't have original ideas anymore they're just taking movies that were cult classics well yeah they did uh, the Harry Potter they did made that into Harry- a show right oh yeah they did do Harry Potter yeah Spider Man a musical. The producers too. Exactly. I think again, it all has to come down to the producers. While everybody in those shows is amazing and talented and great. And sometimes the shows are amazing, like Mean Girls and Heathers are amazing shows. But they're just remaking stuff that is already made because new ideas are hard to come by now because it's been years, decades, millennia yeah. of great <laughs> ideas. Yeah, but I feel like some of the uh, some of the reasons that like newer movies aren't really working out is because newer generations don't have an interest in older stuff. So, That's for an true, example, yeah. in the seventies, there was a show called Charlie's Angels that was out every week. Oh, yeah. It was like three chicks who were trying to satisfy this guy named Charlie, and every episode would end with, "Did we satisfy you, Charlie?" And he'd be like, that. "No, ladies." <laughs> So, some director came in, and they were like, screw men. So, she decided to make a movie. It bombed, and then she blamed it on men. I think Elizabeth Banks directed. Is that what her name? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. The only Charlie's Angels movie or thing I've ever seen is the newest one, unfortunately. (laughs) Is the newest one. So, they're like half-butting all these new movies. Yeah. Giving it a bad rap, and then it just dies. They kill it. They beat it with a bat until it's dead. Yeah. It's just not really, like, satisfying anymore to watch a movie. Like... Because they see something people like, and they're like, oh, well, instead of making something else people might like, let's just take that. Well, they, <laughs> so a lot of the directors now are a lot older. There's not mm-hmm. really, like, any young directors anymore. Um, Edgar Wright very good uh director he did like baby driver Shaun of the dead um, baby hot driver fuzz. Such a good movie hot that's literally my favorite movie yeah soundtrack's amazing not to point though um <laughs> all these like all these older directors are coming in mm-hmm. so like steven spielberg um quentin tarantino they're they have like older ideas that would have worked in earlier times Right. Yeah, but it doesn't really adapt to newer times, and all movies that do adapt to newer times are like, "Oh look, we're newer times. I have a cell phone." 
And I think going along with huh. that, we've been so conditioned with these movies that are like conditioned to us, like newer times. And like you said, that when we see movies that are older times, even though we don't necessarily like all these newer time movies, when we see new movies that are older time, they're so foreign to us that we just yeah. like it. And yeah, they, interesting. they don't introduce us to the characters very well. Yeah. So I know with Charlie's Angels, like the way they introduced their character was just like bang, bang, bang. And they basically rely on you like watching the original series to understand. True. There's no like, because people in our newer generation don't understand older stuff like that. Yeah. And it's just a shame. Just don't watch it. Yeah. Yeah. And they still expect you to watch it. Like Charlie's Angels. Hmm. That looks cool. Watch the trailer. Oh, that looks boring. Never mind. Yeah, the tra- it's always the trailers. The trailers are never that interesting. And they don't draw you in. Well, a lot, the- a lot of that also does have to come back to social media. Because social media just kind of downputs yeah. everything. Yes. Like, someone could take a wrong step and be like, Oh my god, they're a r- white supremacist. Yeah, so much negativity. <laughs> negativity. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, I guess that's really it, guys. Wait, 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 um, one more thing. I'm pretty sure you all, you all know, like, the Fast and the Furious franchise, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously, you know, like, filming 7, Paul Walker passed away. Yeah. And I feel like Fast and the Furious, after that, it just went downhill because, like, they literally lost one of their main actors. And I guess they were, like, trying to, like, you know, just, like, just bring out content. Mm-hmm. I mean, not like that. Obviously, content is movies, but like, um, they lost the main character, so I guess they were trying to add more. Like in nine, which got pushed back till next year because of COVID. Um, yeah, the, um, they're adding like another character, which is Dom's brother. So, I I thought that was interesting. They're just like you know. They're trying to compensate sh- for somebody who was basically the whole franchise. No, I feel like they're just trying to milk it now. Because, like, uh, I mean... Oh, most definitely. They're definitely trying to milk yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, nine of them. At no this doubt point, about it. At this point, nine of them. You can stop. Yeah. Like, there's yeah, like, nothing more to tell about it. I mean, yeah, like, obviously, like, the first couple, they're so nostalgic. They're so... They're so interesting. They were great movies. Oh, then, that's... like, a, after... That's actually know, a great... That's actually a great point. Like, all these stories, there's no more to tell about it. Literally. <laughs> That's the, like, when it ended, it ended well. So there's no more to talk about with it. I know. They're just trying to milk it so much. It was such a popping franchise, and then, you know, after a while, you can, well, COVID just threw it off completely. It was supposed to come out this year, and then they bumped it a whole other year. No, but, like, you're, I think you guys are missing the point that I'm trying to make. All right. So, what's a good show that some of you guys watch? Have any of you guys watched, like, Steven Universe, for example? Uh, I heard of it. I watched a couple I, episodes. I have not. Alright, so what's, like, a good cartoon that you guys have watched that actually, like, had a good story? Phineas and Ferb. Well, I, I mean, that, I mean that, um, that ended, like, when they won the college, I think. Oh, I think fin- no, it? Phineas no. and Ferb actually is a good example, Ezra. Um, so, with Phineas and Ferb, they ended the series with it... Like, they're all grown up, like, they're all going their separate paths, like, Phineas finally yeah. gets with Isabella, and it was a good ending. It was a satisfying yeah. ending, 
that made me so mad though. Like they took so long for them to get together. And I figured it's at the end of the franchise they do. And then fair. they made another movie, and the movie bombed. Yeah, there was why. no more to tell about the story. But the, about that new movie, it was basically a remake of an episode they did years ago called like when Candace went to Mars. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah, it that was, was good. A remake of that movie with like a twist at the end. True. <laughs> So, like, it wasn't that original. Yeah, that's probably why it didn't do so well. Because immediately, as soon as I I watched the trailer, I was like, this is exactly that one episode when she went to Mars. Well, like, when it came out, it was around when, like, Chadwick Boseman died. So I think that really overshadowed it, too. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, then again, most of the people who watched the Phineas and Ferb remake were small children that weren't aware mm-hmm. what was happening or they yeah, were was they uh, Chadwick Boseman involved in Phineas and Ferb no no it <laughs> so just happened around the same time oh no. rest in peace yeah rest like, I get, yeah 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 a big star that was like a, a role model for so many young black men uh, yes yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah 100%. It's, it's a big deal so you know what I mean yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was really into Chad. I was really into Chadwick Boseman. Then he just kind of fell off the face of the earth, and now I know why. Sadly, like, yeah, just kind of. I was just lying in bed one day, and I phone went off, and was like, "Hey, uh, Chadwick Boseman's dead," and I was like, "Oh, yeah." Wow. I go on Twitter, and it's just all I see. I was like, "Wow." Yeah, it kind and- of. Pissed, yeah, it pissed me off when everyone was like, "What about the next Black Panther movie?" That's not important. The important thing is that this man <laughs> played back Black Panther while having a disease. Exactly. Like, this man was yeah. literally going into, like, a billion-dollar budget movie, and he literally had cancer. <laughs> exactly. Respect, respect for that, though. Like, yeah. Like, the anxiety of getting on to a camera in front of millions, potentially billions of people. Um, Knowing to... that something bad could happen at any time, and you still did it, which is, like, that's really ballsy. And that's just, you know... You just got to respect that, you know, right the grind. I mean, I feel like it'd be kind of a subtle flex to go into a million dollar movie and then like during the final scenes, just like not show up and then everyone finds out you're dead and just kind of die with like, yeah, I I did that. But. (laughs) Wow. But. I I, I don't know if that's really bad to say, but I feel like that's kind of like a subtle flex just to go out. That's something Nicolas Cage would do. Low-key, yeah. I, I'll Probably. call him out. Nicholas Cage, if you're ever listening to this, which I doubt, I'm calling you out. Message no, me. Um, we can figure this out. <laughs> Message me. <laughs> follow me on Twitter. Yeah, follow me on Twitter at... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't really think there's any more to really talk about with... Yeah, speaking of smoking stuff, I feel like we said everything that had to be said, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We veered off into a lot of things that weren't our first topic. Oh, yeah. I guess they were relevant. It got deep, you know? <laughs> it did get deep. Yeah, it got really deep. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I mean, I guess I'm Nick. And I'm, I'm Nick. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> do that again. All right. I'm Nick. And I'm Nick Taller. And I'm Jalen. And I'm Ezra. And we're signing off. Thanks for listening to the TPN Podcast. We'll see you next week.